You're listening to the What The Fab podcast, where empowered women empower women through candid conversations, inspiring stories, and tangible tips. I'm your host, Elise Armitage. I'm a digital creator, and I left my nine-to-five job at Google to chase my dreams of being an entrepreneur. I'm so happy to have you here. Let's get into some real talk. Hello, and welcome back to the What The Fab podcast, episode 64. I'm doing a solo episode today, and the topic literally popped into my head last night. Sometimes I have my podcast episodes planned out for the month, and sometimes inspiration strikes, something happens, and I'm like, ooh, this would be a good podcast topic. And so that's what happened today or last night. I didn't really know what I was going to record for the podcast this week, and this idea came to my mind, and I was like, okay, I've got to talk about this. And I don't know why, but I'm a little nervous (laughs) to talk about this one with you guys. It's definitely a bit vulnerable and kind of peeling back the curtain and behind the scenes of being an entrepreneur. And I think that everyone will be able to relate to this concept of hitting an upper limit. And I thought it would be interesting to kind of dive more into this topic with a very specific and real example of something that's happening to me right now. So before we dive into the episode, I just want to remind you to take a second, rate and review the podcast. I so, so appreciate it. I love reading your guys' notes, getting ideas for future topics, and it also helps me grow the show. And then don't forget to hit subscribe through whatever platform you're listening through, through Apple Podcasts. It's just the little plus sign in the top right corner. And by following, by subscribing, you'll get these episodes queued up and ready to go on your phone each and every week. All right, let's dive into the topic at hand. So I want to talk about an upper limit that I am hitting right now and what I'm doing about it. So first of all, what is an upper limit? I talked about this in detail on episode 22 on the What the Fab podcast, and I did a Cliff Notes version of the book, The Big Leap. It's written by psychologist Gay Hendricks, and he talks all about the upper limit problem. So I will link to both the book and also the podcast episode if you want to do the Cliff Notes version, get a taste for it that dives in depth into the main points of his book. But basically, the upper limit problem is this idea that we will subconsciously self-sabotage when we get a taste of something great. It could be a promotion, financial success, being in a great relationship, a big launch, any measure of success that's outside of our normal comfort zone. So you might have thoughts like, you're not deserving of this success or this happiness. This can't last forever. It's going to backfire. And so Hendrix describes it like your internal thermostat. And so this determines the number or the amount of good feelings that we will allow ourselves to enjoy. And if we experience an increased level of joy or success or abundance that's outside of that normal limit or that normal thermostat setting, then we start to hit our upper limit. And subconsciously, we invite in negative thoughts and worries to bring us back down 
into that level of happiness that we're most comfortable with. And we might mask this as just being realistic, but what we're actually doing is holding ourselves back. We're playing small and sabotaging our own success and big wins. And in his book, and also just through conversations with girlfriends of mine, like I can think of a lot of different examples of this type of hitting an upper limit and self-sabotaging. So an example could be when you are starting to see a lot of success with your business and you go and pick a fight with your husband and it kind of like brings you back down because like one area of your life is going really well and you subconsciously kind of sabotage another area so that there's something wrong, there's something that needs to be fixed, there's something that's not right. And it sort of brings you back down into that zone in which you are most comfortable. You're not most comfortable when everything is going right and you are transcending your traditional limits of success, which sounds counterintuitive, but when you think about the brain and your subconscious as something that gets used to a certain way of being, typically we're not in a place where we have no worries, anxieties, everything's going smoothly, everything's going great, you're seeing success in every single area of your life. That's not typical. And so when you get out of that typical realm, it's actually uncomfortable for you on a subconscious level. So just like that, in a moment, those feelings of happiness that you might have from a big win get replaced with anxiety, mistrust, and just like, for me, a pit in your stomach. And that upper limit problem happens because our brains are just naturally attuned to avoiding risk and problem solving. And our lizard brain kind of takes over and triggers that panic. So that's a quick overview on what the upper limit problem is. I am so thrilled to announce that my flagship program and course, Six Figure SEO, is now available, and we've just enrolled a new cohort of students. You can check out my free webinar at whatthefab.com slash webinar. It's called Three Steps to Creating Passive Revenue from Your Blog and how SEO is the secret to a six-figure recurring revenue stream. So in this one-hour free masterclass, you'll learn how to take back your time and get off the content creation hamster wheel. I know we all want that. You will learn the five best ways to monetize your website to create passive revenue, whether you're a blogger, service provider, or sell a physical product. We also get into the top three biggest mistakes that bloggers make on their website when it comes to SEO. SEO. Here's a hint. You're probably making them right now, and we'll get into how to fix them. And we get into so much more. We packed so much, just a ton of knowledge into this free webinar, and it'll teach you how I've used SEO to turn my blog into a six-figure recurring revenue stream and how you can do the same. You're going to learn a ton from it. I know that people who have joined the first live webinar learned so much, and like I said, we packed a lot of information in there. You'll also also get a taste for what you can expect from my course, Six Figure SEO. Plus, there may be a very special offer inside the webinar when you watch it. So head on over to whatthefab.com slash webinar, sign up, and we'll see you there. Okay, let's get back to the show. So now let's talk about the upper limit that I'm hitting right now. My website just surpassed 300,000 page views in the last 30 days. That is a huge milestone for me, and I am thrilled. I'm ecstatic, but 
but I'm also kind of freaking out. And actually, if I look at the last couple of weeks, I'm on track to hit over 320,000 page views for the month of March. And saying that out loud is crazy. It's super exciting. If you have listened to the podcast, if you're a listener, you know that I've been putting a lot of time and energy and attention into my website and really leaning into growing my traffic there because I want to grow those revenue streams of the ads on my site and affiliate links in my blog posts. And so this is intentional. This is what I've been working so hard on over the last, definitely the last year, like really leaning into it. But the last few years is when I really started implementing SEO for my website. However, (laughs) even though it's so exciting to see that milestone and to see those numbers in Google Analytics flip over to the 300K mark, which I've never before seen in my life, it triggers panic for me. And it triggers a lot of worries and anxieties. So even though I felt excitement at first seeing that number, the thoughts that I immediately had afterwards were, this is a fluke. This can't last. When's the other shoe going to drop? Is the rug going to be pulled out from under me if I am really leaning into my website as my main source of revenue? Is that going to backfire on me? It can't be this easy to make money because now that my site is growing to 300,000 page views a month, I have also seen my Mediavine ad earnings growing and my affiliate links revenue growing. I'll probably make $6,500 this month just from ads on my site. And this is Q1 when RPMs are low. So I'm just like imagining what that will translate to when we're in Q4 and RPMs are twice as much. That is wild to be imagining myself having like 10K plus months just from ads on my site. My affiliate links, like that revenue has doubled. And I could have been traveling for the entire month of March. I could have been out of office and that money still would have been generating. And so while it feels like it can't be that easy, it's also like I have been working really hard on this over the last few years. And now it's like time to enjoy the fruits of that labor. But that's a thought that's coming up. Like it can't be this easy. Another thought that's coming up is, well, the next Google algorithm update is just going to like bring me back down, cut my traffic, which I've been through lots of Google algorithm updates now. And I have never personally been negatively affected by them. But, you know, I'm in a lot of blogger Facebook groups and Slack channels, and I do see people that lose a lot of traffic overnight. So that's a worry in my mind. And then another one that's been coming up a lot for me lately is the economy is going to crash and advertisers won't be paying as much for ads. People won't be shopping online as much through my affiliate links. So all of these thoughts around worry and anxiety and what ifs and, you know, this can't last and it's a fluke. These thoughts have been really predominant and in the forefront of my mind ever since I saw that 300K number pop up in my Google Analytics. And the thing is, (laughs) worrying and problem solving in my head about things that haven't even happened yet, that is my comfort zone. (laughs) I don't know, maybe you can relate, but 
trying to like foreshadow or foresee potential problems and kind of figuring out, okay, if this happens, then I'll do this. If this happens, I'll do that. That's my comfort zone. But that doesn't mean that it's helpful or useful. In fact, it's probably not because it's taking energy away from focusing on the success and the good and what I want to manifest more of. And it's taking energy away from that and focusing it on worry and anxiety around things that haven't even happened yet, might not happen. So it's not helpful. That is not a useful way of using my time and energy. And so what am I doing about it? I wanted to share some specific examples of how I'm dealing with this so that if you're able to identify a specific upper limit that you're coming up against in your life, you can kind of use these as thought starters and examples for you that you can implement to help move beyond your upper limit. Because the whole idea is if you're able to push the boundaries of your upper limit, that's how you enjoy your big wins and success and keep building on that and growing and taking that momentum so that you're leveling up rather than staying in the same place and playing small. And so I'm really trying to lean into the feelings of happiness and joy and being proud of my accomplishments without analyzing or judging or trying to, you know, come up with worst case scenarios and instead just focus on experiencing and feeling that joy. And there are a number of ways that I'm doing this. The first thing I'm doing is journaling been journaling a lot. I mean, I journal every day. It's part of my morning routine, but specifically I've been journaling on this subject. And so I asked myself some questions. Like, first of all, I journaled on like, what are the negative feelings and emotions and thoughts that are coming up for me? And so those were what I just shared with you. Like, when's the other shoe going to drop? This can't last. It's a fluke. And then I looked at those and I took each one and kind of reminded myself either those things aren't true, like this is not a fluke, this is something I've worked so hard for, it's a result of my hard work, my vision, my dedication, consistency, strategy, like this didn't just happen, I made this happen. And, you know, even some of the things that are outside of my control, like what if the economy crashes, you know, what if this, those things that are outside of my control They might happen, they might not, but I know that I am resourceful. You know, my business and I survived the pandemic and the lockdown in 2020, like we'll survive whatever else comes our way. So just kind of like writing those things out and identifying them was helpful for me. And then I started writing affirmations. So I am resourceful. Things work out in my favor. The universe has my back. Good things are happening for me what is for me will not pass me. So those are just like some affirmations that I wrote when I was journaling. And then I journaled on what do I need to leave behind? So I wrote, I need to leave behind unnecessary worry over what ifs, things that haven't happened yet, likely won't happen, or things that I don't even know the full extent of what those things happening actually means. So for example, I'm concerned about when third-party cookies on Google Chrome goes away. Like, what does that actually mean? It's projected that earnings as a Mediavine publisher will be cut by 
as much as 30%, but Mediavine is trying to mitigate that. So, okay, they're on that. That's the worst case scenario and potential. But what if having that first party relationship with readers means that I can actually earn more money? Like, what if? I don't know. I'm focused on like, what if it means bad things? What if I'm making less money? What if eventually things even out in terms of revenue after third-party cookies have gone away? What if I make more money after third-party cookies have gone away? So just reminding myself that I don't know everything. I don't know the full extent of what certain things happening even means for myself or my business. So like, why am I obsessing over it and worrying about it right now in this moment? The second thing I'm doing to combat this is sharing on social media. I think it's important to share big wins publicly and to celebrate yourself and to, you know, especially for me because I'm positioning myself as an expert to reinforce that. And so I did a, a story yesterday just sharing that news. That was exciting. And then I'm sharing with close friends and family and just like celebrating with them. I was chatting with some of my girlfriends from a mastermind group about it. And not only, I mean, I love our text thread because we're always like hyping each other up and sharing wins, problem solving for each other, asking for advice. And so not only were they celebrating with me, but I also was like, all right, apparently 300K is my upper limit. So like I am trying to reprogram my brain and like remind myself that I worked hard for this and to enjoy this. And one of the gals in our mastermind text thread, Renee, she was actually on episode 33 of the What the Fab podcast. So I will link to that in the show notes as well. But she is amazing, just such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the subconscious mind. And so I wanted to share with you a little bit of our text conversation, but she was like, you have got this. You've done so much work already on this. And remember that your unconscious mind doesn't, quote, hear negatives. So what I think she means by that is like, instead of saying to yourself, don't think about the what ifs, don't future trip, don't do X, Y, Z, to focus on saying the positives and the affirmations. So that's what I think she means by that. And so she says to be sure to say and to feel, because that's the key, to feel what you do want. So 500,000 views is totally normal and easy for me. I'm so excited to reach a million views. I'm open and ready to receive $30,000 months on Mediavine. So I'm starting to write those affirmations down, say those affirmations out loud, because here's the thing. 300K is not the limit. 500,000 page views is not the limit. A million page views a month is not the limit. The limit does not exist. It's like Mean Girls. The limit does not exist. So those were great pieces of advice and guidance from my friends from the mastermind group. And I'm really like taking that and incorporating it because I'll be honest, like even when I just look at my Google Analytics right now and I see the 300,000, it's jarring because I've never seen that before. And it's crazy how your mind immediately is like, there's an error. <laughs> like, this can't just be something that I've done and I'm getting that many views. There's got to be a mistake. There must be bots on my page. Somebody's sending traffic to it. You know, 
I looked through all the things. I looked through all the Google Analytics. It is organic, real traffic and real people. It's just like shocking for me to see those numbers. And so now I'm trying to remind myself to visualize the 500,000 page views, the million page views, and just to be open and ready to receive that. And knowing that that is what I want, that is what I'm attracting, and that is possible for me. So that's what I'm doing. (laughs) And it seems to be working. Again, this is like very new. I'm like in it right now. And I haven't really hit an upper limit and pushed myself beyond it since I did my course launch last summer. So whatever it is for you, whatever your upper limit is right now that you are hitting, I almost picture it as like a ceiling or a door that I'm like hitting my head against. (laughs) And it's like, you just got to open that door. You just got to like crack that ceiling and let yourself enjoy that new level of success of happiness, whatever it is. And then that becomes your new baseline. And then you'll have some other upper limit to deal with (laughs) in the future. But that's how we learn and grow and move beyond it. So that's what I'm doing right now. I hope that this was helpful for you all. I realize that this is like a shorter episode than usual. But again, it just kind of popped into my mind of like, ooh, this is something that I'm going through right now. And it's a really concrete example of an upper limit. And it's one that I didn't really expect. I don't know why, but 200K, I was like, yeah, this is exciting. This is great. It's happening. I think maybe because the growth that I've seen from 200K to 300K happened really quickly. I think that the growth to reach that 200K mark, I feel like I'd have to look at my analytics to know for sure, but I feel like that took me about a year. And going from 200k to 300k that took me more like I don't know six or seven months so it felt pretty sudden and so I think that's what is part of what has contributed to this like 300k being like an upper limit that I'm working through so anyways if you enjoyed this episode I would love to hear your thoughts take a screenshot of it share it on your insta stories tag me I'm wtfab and let me know what upper limit you're dealing with right now and I love when people message me. I love doing voice messages in my DMs because like if somebody asks me a question and I'm like, oh, this requires more than, you know, something I could type out in 30 seconds or a minute. I'll just send you an audio message as a response with like ideas or suggestions. So don't be shy. Hit me up and be sure to rate and review the podcast. Hit subscribe. We'll be back next week with another episode. And until then, thank you for listening. And we'll chat soon.